Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey you. Do you like the Tales from the Crypt series? Do you like spooky things in general? Then check out the Good Evening Kitties podcast. That's Good Evening Kitties podcast g-o-o-d-e-v-e-n-i-n-g-k-i-d-d-i-e-s podcast each week i'll review a new episode from the tv series the tales from the crypt find me on podbay podbean or itunes that's the good evening kitties podcast check it out today Welcome to another episode of Box Trick. I am your host, Matt Brady. Joining me, as always, is Thomas Motos Davis and Alan Thomas. Guys, how are you doing today? Doing all right. Good. How about yourself? Uh, I'm good, man. I'm ready. I'm ready to uh, hit up another Steam Spotlight. They have uh, been requested, and so we uh, like to give people what they want. Um, so I believe we each have about two games we're going to talk about. All of these games can be found on Steam. We usually try to pick... Uh, indie, I guess, games um, is what you I guess indie, or at the very least, low price games. Yeah, low price, like, low price games. Um, so we're not really picking like AAA titles that just also are on Steam. So uh, yeah, I have the wheel of deciding. Oh, we'll call it today, <laughs> and we're gonna spin it and see who gets to go first. And it is. I have to pull up my color. It's color coordinated, so I have to look at the color chart. Alan gets to go first. <laughs> Oh, me first. Me first. Followed by oh Thomas, and then I gotta go last. Okay, we'll, we'll snake awesome. draft. We'll snake draft it. So, okay, <laughs> first and last. Yeah. Okay, my first. Well, my two games. First, I'll just say they're very different games. They're as I about as far apart on the spectrum of things as you can get. And I'm gonna start with the action game first. Uh, this game is uh, Nex Machina, N-E-X-M-A-C-H-I-N-E. I think I got it the other month from the Humble Bundle, monthly bundle that yep, I subscribed that in, to. It was in last yeah. month's for sure. Um, it is a twin stick shooter, even in its own description that it's similar to like Robotron or Smash TV. I always loved Smash TV. That was one of my favorite uh action games when i was younger and it's a uh, really fast pace i mean i guess you could use the word bullet hell shmup it, you know it's yeah. a twin shooter but there's bullets everywhere so you're dodging in between things things are shooting at you you're you gotta get between all these different barriers each little level it's broken into different worlds which are broken into like 15 or so little levels in each world on each little level in the worlds there's humans you can rescue little secret humans you can find secret exits that will get you to different special levels um weapon upgrades to higher power spread 
and different special attacks and dashing. Um, so uh, it's a really good. The things I like about this game are that it, it's really good for short play times. If you just want to like play a game for 15 minutes and you're not necessarily interested in being invested and like story and like, you know, all this stuff, this game within seconds you're playing and boom, 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 you die. Boom, boom, boom. It's great for that. Um, graphics look really good. Uh, the, the variation in the enemies and things like that is interesting enough. It has local co-op, which mm-hmm. is a must for a game like this, of course. <laughs> There's a good variety of the special weapons. There's like I think there's seven of them. Um, some are better than others, in my opinion, but maybe your play style would vary, so I, I can't necessarily say that they're imbalanced that much. Yeah. Um, it's 20 bucks right now, but like I said, it was just in the Humble Bundle, so I'm sure that means it goes on sale for really cheap. It's pretty universally high rated. The Metacritic score is 84. The Steam rating is 93% recently and 89% overall. You can't go wrong if you're looking for a good twin stick. This is a, is one you should definitely check out. Yeah, it looks like this, uh, the developer, I believe it is House Marquee. Yes. Uh, they're the same company that made Outland, if you remember that a couple of years ago. Um, Outland is also it's like a platformer, but it also has a lot of that similar art style. Okay. Um, I think I believe it was I believe it was definitely a game I got for free on PSN at some point because uh, as soon as I saw the uh, the logo, I was like, oh yeah, I remember getting that at some point for free. <laughs> yeah, next mock, yeah. I think is that on PS4 as well. That is that is PC, PS4, and I want to say Xbox One, but I don't have one, so I can't confirm. Um, and it actually came out in December's Humble Bundle Monthly. Uh, it's yeah, I played it myself. It's real solid, especially if you're fans of a lot of like oh, the old school kind of uh, arena little shooters. Yeah, kind of like a Smash TV and that sort of game, where you're running around dodging enemies, trying to clear a essentially a a single arena before moving on to the next one. Um, yeah. And it, it's definitely it's definitely really fast paced. Uh, if you're looking for anything really kind of um, oh, what would be the best way to say it? If you're looking for anything with an actual story, like a story or really, really character driven or, or, or you know, exploration <laughs> driven, yes. this is not the game. 100%. Okay, so are there are there like um, is it just you move from level to level or can you like you upgrade weapons in between? Or? No, you, you all the much level to level. things. Yeah, you find all you find them in the level. Um, and it's then all it's power up based effectively. Yeah. And when you and when you clear the level, clear all the enemies, it just teleports you to the next level. OK, that's so what that's why I was saying. It's kind of very sh- it's got some shmup elements in that you don't really do anything in between. When you finish the level, you just there it is. The power ups just kind of land on the stage where you blow up the box or where the enemy that dropped them dies and you go pick them up. Okay. You just, it's just one con- continuous game. There's nothing to break it up. You're just There's going from to area to area yeah. to area. Occasional so. boss fights that are all pretty interesting and so far different, you know, varied mm-hmm. enough that it's not boring. Oh. Yeah. I'm looking, I'm looking at trailers of it right now. Uh, I really like these. I don't know, like futuristic like I don't know shooters like this um I mean it's kind of in a in a different vein I played a lot of Super Stardust HD um it's just like it's not a bad know. one 
Yeah, it's and uh played it on PS3 a lot. I think it's I think it's on PS4 as well now. Um but I just I just really like the the uh I don't know that art style that like futuristic that neon drenched that kind neon, of, uh, yeah cuz you just get those neon lights everywhere and it's just it look it always look really good. flashy yeah. keeps mm-hmm. you engaged. That's definitely this game. Next Machina is real good for that. Yeah, I'm looking at yeah, I'm looking at the reviews all very very positive uh some people on steam are saying uh, an amazing game i'm not really to shoot them up but this game caught my eye the graphics and sound are excellent the gameplay is frantic but not exceedingly difficult it's basically a fast twin stick shooter with a cyberpunk theme it's hard to do it justice in words to experience to, to the experience of playing if you don't have a lot of time to invest it is possible to finish the arcade mode in a single sitting yeah and uh and multiple difficulties so you can play on i think there's three that are just start out with and i think there's a fourth unlockable difficulty is it four or five uh difficulties i want to say it was five but i might be i might be wrong on that i might be thinking of a different game entirely yeah but um yeah i know there's at least one unlockable difficulty so but now next machine has a, a Real solid twin stick shooter if you're you're into that sort of frantic gameplay. Yeah, so twenty bucks. Uh, Alan, would you recommend people go ahead and get it for twenty, or you think you should wait a little bit? Or, um, you know, I've kind of run across this situation recently where like I'm now working full time again, and I have money, and my gate, my play style has changed. So I've recently moved in, moved my girlfriend in with me, and so like it's different now. I don't play as many like really in depth games. So like right. if you need something that just fills a short amount of time and you're bored with whatever you have, you know, like twenty dollars isn't out of the realm of possibility for this. It's definitely gonna be cheaper than that. And I think you know, our general rule in the past has been put it on sale. <laughs> just wait. Yeah. Everything goes yeah, on absolutely. sale on Steam. So it's not a bad deal for twenty bucks. It's a way better deal for five bucks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it looks like it looks free. It looks it looks like Limited Run Games did a physical version of this for PS4. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's so. kind of one of those fancy like indie collector style things where it's mm-hmm. it's not necessarily a full release. It's definitely something meant for for people who collect games. So, yeah, that's cool though. I like I like a lot more and more that that is happening though. That you can buy physical copies. I agree. Of, of these type of games. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really cool for the developers and it's just really cool for people who like to collect, um, which is us. So, okay, yes. cool. Um, all right, Thomas. Yeah. So the game I'm going to be talking about today had came out in 20, what? 2013. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, 2013. Um, it was released on PC at first. Uh, it is recently and then recently was in, this month, uh, well, I should say February, since we're we're recording this on the twenty eighth, not necessarily going to come out today. Mm-hmm. Um, it recently came to the Switch, the PS4, and the Xbox One. Uh, it is a game called Hammer Watch. So Hammer Watch is a top down gauntlet style hack and slash game, where you're running through a map with one of several different characters, cutting your way through a lot of different enemies collecting gold, gaining power, or kind of leveling up power-ups from different shops as you make your way through this castle that you're then trying to escape. Um, 
and over the course of time they've added a second campaign they've added a a level editor so you can actually build your own uh maps for this game it's kind of become a beast of a little uh a gauntlet style game so i should say like it it's definitely it's definitely took all of its inspiration from i would say early genesis era mm-hmm. games like it has it's that kind of pixel art style um the game has a bunch of different graphical options to give it kind of the uh appearance of being on like an old crt tv uh and you can turn all of that off so you don't have to have any of it so you can have the just kind of like the pure pixel art or you can put on the little fancy aesthetic uh it's got a really a really solid sound uh, soundtrack. It has it sounds excellent. It's not. It sounds not like it's. It doesn't sound like a retro soundtrack. It sounds like somebody literally just kind of went in and and made a modern. Well, I would say early thousands modern soundtrack for it. So it's it's definitely like synthesizer and not necessarily right. like orchestra. Right. It's is it what is it trying to sound like a Genesis era soundtrack? But I wouldn't say it's trying to sound. It's not trying to sound like a Genesis era soundtrack. It's more of like they they decided to make a soundtrack on what was available at the time. Oh, okay, cool. That's cool. So it's not like it's trying to be a Genesis game. It just it's like they they went back and like, all right, what was around in this time period that we could use? like late 90s kind of really early thousand stuff um but no the game's really really fun uh it's got four player co-op so you can get four friends and uh, three friends and run around this this giant level area like i said it has two campaigns one set in a castle the other set in this kind of desert so you're you're running through a desert and fighting monsters and entering into a pyramid and it's real it's really fun um I have definitely played a lot of this game with a few of my friends. Like it is kind of if you loved any of the old Gauntlet style games and I keep bringing Gauntlet up, but that is definitely this game's major influence. Uh but if you de- if you liked any of the old Gauntlet games, this is a must buy. And at what was it? 10 bucks I want to say. Yeah, $10. Yeah, it's ten. Bucks. That is ten bucks right now. Yep, yeah, ten bucks right now. That is actually its current price. Like at ten bucks, this game is easily worth that. Yeah, on my uh, Steam, like, on my Steam right now, first thing that comes up more like this Gauntlet Slayer edition, uh, <laughs> and then other other games in that include Hero Siege, which is also a Gauntlet type game. Uh, it's giving me Torchlight Two and uh, some other games in that vein. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, I'm looking at I'm looking at some of the reviews here and on the front page all of them are positive. There's one negative one, but I'll I'll get to it in here in a second. You buy a cheap game thinking maybe 10 hours of maybe. You play an hour and realize this game is a gem, so you get the four pack and spam uh and spam until friends play. When friends start playing the this uh 
this pretty challenging game, they realize it's a gem. You will die a lot and are consumed by the challenge to finish both modes. Somehow, 25 hours passes and you realize you just got the best $10 bang for buck game you will ever get. Um, yeah, somebody else said pros, retro feel, simple controls, cons, too short. The only negative on the front page is it's just he's uh, this guy saying if you're not if you're if you're playing by yourself it's not as fun um but because he said he i think he just had a bad experience playing online but yeah it, it it looks like that he just had a bad experience playing online and it's like fair enough but this game has been out long enough that a lot of people who are playing it are just playing it to play with their friends so i mean and and i will say one thing though the game isn't bad single player it's certainly much harder Mm -hmm. Uh, and can be, I would say, less frenetic and more frustrating at times because there are some rooms with just a ton of monsters and monster spawners. Mm -hmm. But um, it's still a lot of fun to play, even if you're by yourself. However, multiplayer is definitely the way to go on this game. Mm -hmm. Just just like the old Gauntlet games and in arcades and even at home, like if you have more friends playing with you, this is the game. Like this is this is absolutely the game to play with friends. Okay. Okay, cool. Um deciding which one I want to go with first, but I think I will start with a this was honestly the first game I ever played on Steam, and it is a game called Evoland. Evoland is a game that came out in 2013. The best way to describe it is it is like a how do I describe it? It's like a timeline RPG, I suppose, which is a term I just made up. In that <laughs> you essentially play through the history of somewhat video games, but mostly RPGs. The game starts off and it's like 2D and it's black and white. And as you progress in the game, you don't necessarily get stronger, but you unlock things like 16-bit graphics, 32-bit graphics sound and the whole point is to just kind of take you through the evolution of specifically rpgs so there's areas in the game where you're playing and it's like 2d zelda there's areas where you're playing and it's like two um like final fantasy 6 uh things like where you're playing and it's like diablo um later like final fantasy 7 things like that and you kind of go sometimes you go back and forth in 2d and 3d graphics and while the game mostly is just an homage to the series, the story itself is okay. It's not amazing. Um, most of the criticisms about this game is that the story itself is not that good and it makes you want to play the other games more. Um, it mm-hmm. reminds that that review reminds me of a couple of years ago during the Wii, uh, there was a Ninja Turtles Smash Brothers game that came out. And I bought it and it was a lot of fun. But the entire time I was playing, I was like, I think I'd much rather just play Super Smash Brothers. Um, But I never actually felt that with this game. I actually I thought it was a lot of fun. I played straight through it. It's only about five hours, so it's not super long, but you can get it for 10 bucks. Um, And if you are a fan of classic RPGs, you absolutely owe it to yourself to just play through this and kind of like feel the nostalgia that takes over while you're playing through it so have either of you guys played evo land 
I have not played Evil Land. I think I have it in my game library. It's just one of those games that kind of ended up on the back burner for me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I've heard good things about it, but it just it didn't seem like a game I wanted to put my focus on, at least that not at that time and may have just got lost in the shuffle for me. Yeah. OK. Yeah. It, like I said, it's uh, like it's definitely worth it's it's worth checking out if you played RPGs like don't you can't go into it expecting this like amazing RPG um because the story is not like that great at all uh your main character's name is clink uh which is like <laughs> which is like <laughs> looks like it has a lot of uh drawn connections to oh yeah that's that's the whole point yeah the whole point yeah. is is the connections to everything else yeah your main Kef- character- i see a kefka phantom yep yep yeah yeah your your main character's name is clink um he has like a green tunic and like spiky blonde hair so it's a play on cloud and link um are you honestly when you fight the final boss like um like he he like does a kamehameha wave i don't know where that came from or why but he literally <laughs> does like the actual kamehameha wave from dragon ball z like you could tell oh this- you know what i bet <laughs> i know where that came from i bet that came literally from those game boy advance games yeah like it's just yeah it's it's so ridiculous um so it seems like this has a, when i'm reading about it it says karis is the other main character yeah yep, <laughs> yep. um <laughs> it looks like it says it, you unlock more features as the game goes on like it progresses through the yeah yeah so yeah so you pretty much like you unlock you, you don't start going through the different graphics types you unlock those to use yeah yeah you find like you'll find chests so you find chests and like sometimes you can't progress until you find a chest. And sometimes sometimes you have to get things, sometimes you don't, but more often than not, you like have to have hmm. to get them. Um so yeah, it's just it it's kind of cool. I would say that the beginning of the game is much better than the ending. Um, just because like it's really cool when you just first start playing and you're unlocking like the different things. But once you kind of get to like the to where it's like the I guess the PlayStation One era, it it just like kind of s- stays in some of its uh i guess eras a little too long um and so but like i said you could play through the game like once in about five hours you're probably never going to play it again so if you can find it on sale i've seen it on sale on steam for like a dollar before um absolutely worth picking it up i think if you are somebody who really likes rpgs and you've never played it and i don't think that the ten dollar price would be terrible which is what it's at right now but i would definitely wait because it goes on sale quite often all right looks interesting yeah i never i'd never looked into it before yeah there is a sequel that just came out Uh uh, or maybe not just came out but it came out like a evil land 2 it was like a couple years ago evil Land okay a couple years ago yeah and uh all the reviews i've read on that say it's like its own game like it still progresses through the stories but it focuses more on video games in whole in general so you like i've seen in the trailer you'll see like there's like a shoot 'em up stage and then there's like like a platform a 2d platforming stage so rather than just rpgs it's like taking you through like various video game styles so um but so they're definitely both worth playing i have the second one i just haven't gotten around to playing it yet but certainly evo land one is worth checking out so Okay, uh, Thomas, back to you. Oh, oh no, wait, I, I gotta, I wait, 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 wait. No, yeah, it is a snake. Piece. I gotta, I gotta well, go not, now you passed it. I get to go. Yeah. You, you ruined it. You That's okay. It up. My, my second, game, second yeah. game now. No, now I gotta go again. Okay, so my second game is Moon Hunters. Uh, Moon Hunters came out, uh, what, 2016? 
Um, I have been playing it on PC a little bit because I bought it for cheap, but I've also bought it on Switch because when I first got my Switch, I wanted a bunch of games. And this game, uh, I think you can call it as like, it's a lot of, I've, most people have referenced it saying it's like Diablo meets Legend of Zelda. I think it's more just kind of like Diablo, Um, but it's like Diablo light. It's more of, it's got like a watercolor kind of art style. You get six different characters. And the story is that you are like a tribe that worships the moon. And there's like another tribe that worships the sun. The game is actually like incredibly short, but it's meant to be played multiple times. And each playthrough, you will unlock things in kind of this hub world. And the whole point is that it's meant to be played with friends. So it's like a co-op very very loosely use the term roguelike um it's like that's what i've seen most people describe it as but people call it like a personality test rpg and so throughout the game you are faced with decisions and of course the game will remember how you choose these decisions but so when you're playing online with people or you're playing with your friends if like three people pick one thing and one person picks the other it will choose what the three people picked, but it kind of like remembers that one person picked something else. And so like, you'll each kind of get different personality traits and that kind of affects the game. Um, But like the main decision will still be decided based upon what most people picked. And so there's other things too, where like if two people pick one decision, if two people pick other, you may like, if you're choosing to kill somebody, it'll just randomize it. So it's kind of cool when you're playing online and it's kind of like, Oh shit, what are people going to pick? And things like that. So there's like six different characters you know, it's like a warrior, a mage, um, and they all have like slightly different skills and stuff like that. Uh, I played a lot as the druid, who's really cool. Um, he can like lay down like uh, like vines and it, like slows other characters down and things like that. So um, that's just kind of the character I liked. There isn't it's because you can beat the game in roughly an hour. So like your skill tree is not there actually really isn't a skill tree. You can just you earn money as you progress through the levels. And you can just upgrade those like four skills that you have. Um, But you only have, because you only have like an hour to play it. There's like a timer. You have to kind of choose what areas you want to go to on the map. And so once you've actually gone to an area, you can't go back. So you can just kind of explore different paths every time you play it. And then at night, there's like night cycles, um, even though it's like you have to wait for the sun to go down. Like uh, you'll um, like upgrade your skills and stuff like that. So. Yeah. Wait, is it like a real time night or no? Um, it's just like you'll camp. Um, okay. but it's like okay. you have like yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I guess I'm not. I want my question is around this uh, amount time of cycle. time that you have. Yeah, what is how well, you only it's have? Just, an it's hour? I no. It, it's just it takes about an hour to play through it. Like that's probably that's about that's about how long it would take to run. Like it's, but it's each time you play through it, you go to a different. No, you can. So each, so it's basically like it's, yeah, you you. So there's like a, there's like it's a, a branching path game, isn't it? Yeah. So essentially, yeah. you're playing through different phases, like there's right. the day phase, get, the night phase, the day phase, the night yeah, phase. Yeah, yeah over it's just, across a certain period yeah. of time, and yeah, then it's you just pick it's different yeah, they just, things that change how those days go. Yeah, exactly. It, it, there's there's like the whole thing is that like this. Um, it kind of reminds me of like Majora's Mask, right? And like. So you have a couple of days, but you're on like a set timer. So you only have a set number of turns, I guess is what I should say. Sorry. And so you only have a set number of turns to get to the final boss and beat him. 
but you play the game you'll play the game multiple multiple times so like it, it's you can totally play it in like an hour it's like real casual it's not that difficult but it's just it's just it's like a fun kind of like easy way it's like i've seen i've seen a lot of reviews people say it's like chill diablo is kind okay. of is kind of a way to kind hmm. of way to consider it um you can get it on steam right now for it's about 15 bucks um i don't i don't think that's a bad price especially if you are somebody who is really into this kind of thing and you want something that's kind of chill you can just sit down and beat in an hour um but if you're looking for something really in depth um i would definitely recommend you like go with with something else like i would just say get diablo 3 or something else <laughs> <laughs> i mean if you rake if you really get want something yeah or torchlight or something like that like this this game is totally for the kind of person who's like i just want to be able to sit down on the weekend plow through or like you know you come home from work and i want to be able to like plow through a game in okay like so i got more questions you said it's on switch does it it's co-op does the co-op work with just a one a single part of the uh oh uh, controller? do you know I don't know. I'd have to turn. I have, I have my switch from me. I guess I can turn it on and find out. I think you can play it with Joy Cons. I think because it's it's not very complex, right? So I'm wondering if you could play it with just one Joy Con, like if it, uh, if you could play two player if you only had yo, one I set bet, of Joy Cons. I bet you can. I bet you can. It's 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 really it's really simple. It's literally it's almost it's almost plays less like they say. Everyone says Diablo, but it feels to me more like a twin stick shooter. To be completely honest, except some characters are like have swords. So I mean, it's more like Gauntlet, I guess. So. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. I mean, I'm getting all over the place with this one. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I. That's how I view it, anyway. How you roll all over yeah. the place and out of control. Yeah, you know. To me, those games are all like really similar. Yeah, I don't know. It's like it's the, the controls are <laughs> the, the controls are super the controls are super are super simplistic. So, I mean, I mostly play it on my computer. Uh, and I just, I use, I don't know, I have like a PS4 controller, so that I plug into it. Um, so, I don't know. Anyway, it's $15. I don't know. If you can find it for like, you can wait till it goes on sale for like five. I think it's worth checking out. But, Alan, I think, I think you would probably like this game on Switch. I think, I think this is your kind of a game. All right. Okay. Thomas? Yeah. All right. So we're moving on to me again now, maybe. Yeah. Don't have any other games there, Matt. No, I don't, man. I, I already <laughs> used my two. Sorry, I forgot. Where, forgot where there first. <laughs> no, no, it's it's fine. It's fine. Nah. So the game I'm going to be talking about second here is a game called Teleglitch. Uh, it is a top-down roguelike uh, action roguelike, I should say. Uh, it's effectively a top-down twin stick shooter style game. Um, it came out in actually 2013, so we actually have quite a few games that came around out that year in this episode here. But uh, so it, it's a very atmospheric kind of survival horror esque, uh, top down action roguelike, with uh, essentially you're you're limited by your line of sight. Everything else is pitch black um, as you're going through this uh, lo-fi 3D world. Uh, and you're trying to escape a, I guess it's like a laboratory on an isolated planet that was investigating uh, teleportation and the use of corpses as expendable soldiers through tech or like technology to essentially control a, a body using a microchip. 
And of course, everything goes terribly wrong. Um, as as things are wont to do in such a, a setting. So essentially the game, if, if you've played a, a roguelike before, it takes off most of the major kind of, of check boxes in it's randomly generated. It's a single life. If you die, you essentially have to restart. Um, there is a bit of crafting, so you'll occasionally you'll come across things that you can then combine into to like one use wep- items or occasionally weapons as you're you're fighting your way through like I think it's ten levels, and I believe when they introduced the die more edition update, um, they added another like five levels, uh, plenty of bosses, plenty of different enemies, a really good kind of creepy. Uh, soundtrack to go with it really good sound effects it really comes together in this nice little survival horror package i believe right now the game is 12 dollars. i want to say uh let yep. me 13 12.99 13 12.99 okay so yeah 12.99 it's not bad for that price uh i would say it's less of a must-buy than hammer watch uh so if you're kind of looking for that game 12.99 is not a bad price to buy it at however if you can get for for less i i highly recommend picking up the game um it definitely comes up on sale during a lot of steam sales so that is always an option yeah the art style the art style I, seems really cool to me i just like that it's like the way when you move between levels, just the way it does, like the animation, it looks really cool. Oh yeah, it's kind of this weird, I want to say like Quake style 3D. Yeah. Where it's not super high fidelity, it's like just like a couple of polygons kind of shifting around. Yeah. Uh, and and the way it uses line of sight's really cool. So like yeah, you can the only... line of sight does look cool. Oh yeah, essentially like as you're walking into a room it kind of opens up as your character can see more. Um and it's not it's omnidirectional so you can always see all around him. It's just that as he things oh things will obscure like pillars will obscure what's behind them from your view and stuff, so. Yeah. But yeah, games games real solid. Okay, cool. All right, Alan. Close us out. All right, my last game, and very different from my first game, as promised, is an early access game called Low Magic Age. Uh, Low Magic Age is a fantasy RPG turn-based, top-down, tactical, like a uh, grid-based type game. So it uses the open open gaming license. Um, So, I mean, basically, if you've played D&D, you you understand pretty much how everything works in it. Um, right now it is still early access, which means that there's no adventure yet. There's just basically an arena. And as you fight through the arena, you earn experience and money and unlock, you know, new items you can purchase and add and equip to your units. Um, it's got the regular classes that you'd expect races and things like that. Um, the game is that it is, uh six dollars not on sale um and the adventure is coming soon so the arena part of it's pretty fun you just play through to progressively harder uh groups of enemies 
So like your first one might be a couple wolves or like three dire rats. And then as you go on, you'll fight a giant ant queen and all of her little ants or six bugbears and goblin scouts. Uh, and so it just, as you play more and your party gets stronger, the arena throws more and more enemies of different types or greater strengths at you in one fight in your little arena that you have to fight in. Um, you customize your characters just like you would when you, you know, roll up any kind of D&D type character. All the usual equipment to be expected with magical properties, um, different bonuses to your stats, strength, dexterity, constitution, intelligence, wisdom, charisma. Uh, classes and class abilities are all included. I mean, it's very thorough in that you, you know, you can make the kind of character you'd want to make and give them the skills you'd want to give them. Um, but, you know, still tied, of course, to the type thing. Uh, yeah. It does have Fog of War. Uh, things, there's charging and flanking, just like D&D regular mechanics. So it's really got everything you would expect from something that they, if someone tried to make a game that was, uh, you know, a top-down uh, square grid yeah this is so this, this is a, a tactical rpg right yes okay. yeah it looks really cool it, i mean it, it basically it looks like somebody animated D, the D D minis and it's actually like i might buy this like right now uh it is i would say it's fine for six bucks i i would not hesitate to buy it for that price i mean really six bucks is as yeah. cheap as games come usually is brand new or is new with no uh sale um, it does go on sale. I think I bought it for two bucks or three bucks a while ago. It's still pretty new. It was released in early access in January of last year. And it, the adventure, you can see the previews, the recent updates. January 19th was the most recent you know, preview for the adventure. It looks like that was the final adventure preview. So uh, you know that would lead one to believe that that's coming out soon. Wow, uh, I'm looking at the system requirements for this, and uh, pretty <laughs> pretty hefty, man. You need 512 megabytes of RAM. You need at least Windows XP and a process <laughs> and a one gigahertz processor, not a dual core. Christ, that's just, unheard of. Just a one gigahertz processor and at least yeah. 200 megabytes of space. That is that is uh, almost lost technology at this and point. That's sound, impossible to find. Sound card is any. So, I mean, <laughs> if you guys don't have a sound card, chances are, well, you wouldn't be listening to us. But uh, <laughs> fucking Sound Blaster Pro right here, man. Yeah. Sometimes early access games get, you know, they get plagued with the issues of how do you review a game that's that early? Well, so really, if you're just reviewing it on the arena that I mean, the reviews are great. Recent review, 90 percent. Overall review, 93 percent. It has not been reviewed very much. Even the overall, the all reviews is only 705, but to mm-hmm. still come to a 93% consensus is really good. I would say if if you like strategy games, turn-based strategy games, and you have any interest in like low fantasy D&D type stuff, you'll enjoy this game. It's it's fun to play. And yeah. it's very no, it it's looks- very easy to get into, but with a lot of depth to the, you know, the characters and the combat. No, it looks really cool. It looks exactly like what I mean. If you, yeah, just think like D and D grid. It's kind of cool. This is a game I could see being oddly like addictive, like really addictive. Yeah, because it's because of its simplicity. 
Yeah, I'd say that. I've, I think I only put about three hours into it when I first got it, but it was probably all three hours at the same time. <laughs> yeah. And so <laughs> when is the adventure portion of this Let's coming see out? see if we can find that information. So the recent oh, wow, update that, on February cool. 19th. Yeah. At the adventure. Let's see. Up to now, 12 previews of the adventure mode have been released, basically including the planned continents of the first version of the adventure mode. Of course, there are plenty of details that are difficult. The first version expected to release in March or April of this year. Okay, so Low Magic Studios, and this is all they've ever done. Mm -hmm. Looks like. Looks like they were formed just to make this game. Huh, okay. Were they formed because they were making this game? Right. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Either way. Well, neat. Okay, cool. Well, guys, that is our Steam Spotlight. Um, if you guys want us to do more of these, uh, you know, just send us a comment on or a message in the Facebook uh, page. That seems to be where most people send us messages. And uh, let us know what you think. Uh, Thomas, I don't think people can find you on the internet, except for here nope. on Boxtrick. Alan, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, well, I always check out those messages in Box Trick. I had Matt give me access just so I could always look through those. I really appreciate those and the growing support from everyone out there. I know mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, I'm not involved in every episode of this, but it's always fun when I am, and uh, yeah, appreciate seeing that feedback, even to the videos I'm not involved in. It's always cool to follow up with that stuff. Uh, yeah. I run a YouTube channel called Portland Dodgeball. If you've ever played dodgeball, or if you like dodgeball, if dodgeball sounds cool, if you want to watch people play dodgeball. Portland Dodgeball is a cool place to do that. And I'm also on Facebook at Alan Thomas, A-L-L-Y-N-T-H-O-M-A-S. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, uh, you guys can find me on the internet pretty much anywhere at Super Games Bros. I'm also involved in about 30 podcasts at this point. <laughs> uh, uh, Rebel Watch. Only, which is a, uh, only 30. Rebel Watch, which is a Star Wars podcast. Uh, it was the I, think I, I jokingly now call it the podcast formerly known as Second Breakfast, now known as Bend the Knee, a all Game of Thrones podcast. Um, started another podcast with a friend called Of the People. It's kind of a political one, so be kind of forewarned before you come in there. Um, so this episode will be going up the week. Uh, we're going up next week, which is the week of March fifth. So. Uh, chances are you are probably checking this podcast out because you saw the link on Podbean. So we're being promoted on Podbean this week, as is our other podcast, uh, one of the, uh, Bend the Knee. So if you are a new listener, I will say welcome. Um, if you like the show and you want to support it, we do have a patron set up. And you probably saw our Kickstarter announcement at the beginning of the week, so you can go check that out. I will have a link posted below. And uh, as always, guys, thanks for listening.